Yo guys, what's good? Welcome back to Monkey Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Steal, your boyfu, aka Waifu Stealer, and today I have joining me the Flying Monkey. Oh, it's the Mr. Flying Monkey. Last time we had Mr. Jackson. Now it's you. You guys taking turns on me over here, man. It's like, yo, okay, my turn to come fuck Matt today. What? what? <laughs> all right, all right, man. Peace. <laughs> Damn nobody it. Nobody, nobody wants to push my A. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's only a joke you're gonna like very few i don't even know who's gonna understand that joke no one's gonna get that joke oh well, you're gonna have to go find the context for that joke then that's called a an easter egg hunt guys go find out where that is Ooh. i feel like in 10 20 years maybe 30 years someone's gonna go and find that content they're literally gonna be like yo what the fuck is an a button we only have like x y z b l q and then like the aliens are gonna invade they're gonna be like yo we got like fucking qlar morblarf and smilf just like, oh, those are interesting button names. All right, then. <laughs> so, Matt, uh, what's up, bud? How are you doing today? Oh, I just got out of a bath. Just feeling nice. It's fucking sunny out, man. It's been sunny for two days. I love it. I'm feeling good energy. Spring is awesome. Spring yeah. is beautiful. Been hitting my gym grind, too, and I'm feeling like fucking Goku leveling up and shit. I feel awesome. Oh, it's funny you say that because... So it's really sunny. I really love the sun. Sun mm-hmm. is awesome. And then one of the, my favorite things about the sun is like when it's outside in the sky and it's bright. And then when it's uh, when it comes down, when it's evening time, you know, as dawn hits, wait, no, dusk, dawn, shit. Dawn, dawn, no, dusk, dusk, dusk. Dusk, yeah. as dusk hits, it looks like a giant Dragon Ball in the sky, yes. which makes me want to talk about Dragon Ball today. Okay. I want to talk about Dragon Ball today. Okay, shoot. What so, you want to talk about Dragon Ball? I don't even know where to begin. I just want to, for all listeners, like, hey, I, me, I am super passionate about Dragon Ball as the as a whole series mm-hmm. because it's a wonderful journey and adventure of a young boy named Goku who's an alien on Earth, but he's raised up as a human. And he grows up to be one of the world's greatest martial artists in the universe. And there's so many great, so much, it's such a fun journey. It's such a lovely, beautiful journey, beginning from Dragon Ball and leading all the way up to Dragon Ball Super as it's currently ongoing. Um, Let's break it down. I don't know. Just briefly tell me your love for Dragon Ball. So... I've told you before, and I've told Jackson, and I think I told him the last podcast as well. I'm watching Dragon Ball over again. Mm-hmm. Like all I can say is just like, for like as much as I grew up more with Dragon Ball Z than I did Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball I only caught on show TV like very like low times because normally they're always like Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z. This is the news, hot shit. And I love Dragon Ball Z to death. But now going back and rewatching Dragon Ball, I have such respect for Goku. Like it's just like that whole leveling up grind. Like this is not like he's not even breaking like human limits. He's not like realizing he's a Saiyan yet. He's not realizing it. this man thinks he's a he's a fucking human child with a tail for some reason on Earth and just like going around like yeah you know I'm going to collect some balls and you know just just have a good time. <laughs> who, wa- who wants to fight? Who wants to fight? So like my love for Dragon Ball now is a lot more deeper. Like if if I had to choose before, I would definitely have chosen Dragon Ball Z over Dragon Ball right now. But that's also probably because I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z in a while, and I'm not caught up to like super like how you two guys are. 
or like mm-hmm. you, you guys have watched it at least. I've only been like watched the movie, the resurrection resurrection of F, and I haven't even seen the Brawley movie. But like I was just like, yo, you know what? I want to restart from Dragon Ball and watch that. And exactly what you're saying, like he's just he's just a human kid that's not really human going about on the fucking world and he's a buck hill kind of guy he does not understand normal life city life anything else this man goes around touching women's private parts to be like oh yeah you're a girl and that's normal like <laughs> he doesn't understand um society and like, yeah, like being he, modest, he grew up as an outsider right mm-hmm. not as an outsider but like by himself so he doesn't know anything about the city or like traditions cultures and values and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate like yeah you know to check like in the beginning he just goes around touching vaginas being like oh that's not that's he's not a boy you don't have balls yeah. and i just it's love how, how innocent that is too just like yeah he's, he's just discovering like that's one thing i love about him about it the most right now is just that he is full of discovery like everything is new to him no matter what and, and like no matter who he meets like it's just like oh hey what do you need oh hey what's up like oh i'm learning what 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 but he's not that smart enough to like in like like start a conversation or anything he's just like Oh, what's this? You need something? Huh? 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 And he's just curious. He's like Curious George. He's just a fucking monkey running around. Just like, oh, what's this? What is what's my doing? What's going on? Fucking um, kills me. Uh, I want to say, so Dragon Ball is actually based off a ancient, a Chinese novel called Journey to Journey the West. To the West, yep. And there's something about Hanuman in there, actually. One of the monkey, the monkey god of Hinduism. Oh, really? Because I know what that's, that's uh, Sun Wukong. That's what he is in the Journey to the West. That's the monkey, monkey god. Yeah. So, so like, I want to read Journey to the West soon. Eventually. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I've, that's always been like on one of my backlogs to read that because like it sounds like such a cool tale. Like because I watched this movie when I was going to China, it was like a, a brief telling of like just Sun Wukong's part, like before he became one of the people in the Journey of the West, like how he got his powers. So he was like an abused god that would just like, he was like a demigod, not even important. He went down to earth to help save some people. And he's just like, all right, you know what? I'm out here just wilding out, just doing whatever the fuck I want. And then the gods are like trying to kill him and some shit. So he's just fighting back against the gods. And he's like, nah, I'm not having that shit. So he starts monkeying around and fucking them up too. And I'm just like, damn, this, this guy's awesome. This guy's just, shenanigans shenanigans <laughs> like and and bring, bringing it back to dragon ball like that's where he's based off that's where goku's based off he's based off that that's why like the whole uh show and manga itself is like a, a supposedly a gag anime like nothing's really serious but at the same time it's like dead serious too it's just like it, there's both hand in hand it's but it plays so balance. well yeah. yeah whereas like you know you have like the the first tenkaichi tournament it's all serious. All these martial artists, and then you fucking have Master Roshi sneaking in, and being like, "I am Jackie Chun." This is like Jackie Chun. I'm just like, yeah, Jackie Chun. Jackie Chun, and he's giving a show, and like, you know, everyone loves Jackie Chun. Yeah. And like, and then it's like, you know, they're he's he's fighting Krillin before like the finals match, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna fight." And Krillin's like, "I've got my secret weapon." Pulls out panties out of nowhere, and just like, <laughs> what? <I don't laughs> had, had panties in his fucking gi the whole time, like. That that's the kind of like shenanigans that this show has, and like Goku himself is pure shenanigans. Like fuck, I I just love the innocent shenanigans of that face. Like that man is fucking. Mm, can kiss him if I saw. Him. I'm I'm gonna come back to Dragon Ball with you. I was mm. just gonna say so. Like I feel for me, like my friends, everyone I grew up around, and most people like I'm familiar with. Um, everyone grew up with Dragon Ball Z at a young age. 
Like yeah. I, from as the earliest I can remember, it was like being six years old, and everyone's on the playground, you know, pretending to be a Super Saiyan, playing Dragon Ball Z. Like mm-hmm. I'm Goku, you're Piccolo, fight! Yeah. <laughs> can right? Can I interrupt you for one second? Uh, you just yeah. brought up a story. Um, so back when, just as you're saying, like we're all kids on a playground, shit. And I remember we were so hyped on it. And then one of my friends, I forget his name. Oh, it was it was a brown guy, something deep. Oh, it'll it'll come back to me. Whatever. Um, Suck deep. <laughs> and maybe I don't could be. But he he came out and, and we were all just like, yo, we're gonna be super saiyans and shit. Like, yeah, we were just playing around doing dodge one, like dodging, like pretending we're like we're fucking saiyans teleporting and shit. And he's like, guys, look at this. I can start I can turn into a super saiyan. And he just sits there and goes, ah, and he's just screaming at the top of his lungs in the middle of the fucking field. And we're all like, what's he doing? What's, what's happening? And we're like, is he actually doing it? Is he going to turn Super Saiyan? And then nothing happens. And he's just like, wait till tomorrow. I'll be back. The next day he comes back, he had his hair dyed yellow, spiked wow. it up, and he committed to it. And I'm like, yo, this guy's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, damn, this man. Like, and especially for like a brown kid to like at that age, we were like grade four, grade five. To go get like a hair dye or like some kind of hairspray in his hair to be yellow, and to come back just 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 to prove to us idiots that like he could turn Super Saiyan. I'm like, yo, this man wild. What the fuck? But I would never forget that moment. Like when, whenever someone tries to do a Super Saiyan like scream charge up, I would just I always remember um JD JD. That's who his name was. So JD, if you're out there, if you're ever listening, man, you you were one hell of a guy. Much respect. <laughs> Dude, I had a friend in middle school. Yo, I'll tell you after the podcast, actually. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yo, there's well, too many right, kids then. like that. Me, a bunch, so many people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to Dragon Ball Z in grade one. Uh, I was first introduced to Dragon Ball in grade six because that's when I, I would notice it on air, on TV, on YTV. Mm-hmm. And that really got me into the world of Dragon Ball more than Dragon Ball Z, right? Because I'm like, oh, Goku's a kid. What's up with this story? So I was, that's when I first, you know, followed the story. And like, I loved it so much because I'm growing up with the character. I'm growing up with Goku. And like, you watch him go through his trials and tribulations and all the challenges that he faces. And like, he faces everything us as humans, like regular people have to deal with, right? You do have to deal with death, like people passing away, loved ones passing away, adversity, Mm. um, traumas uh all kinds of challenges and obstacles okay now you have to go get this but you have to go get that from like a faraway land or character when like he's introduced to like fortune teller baba and like chi chi and like the ox king like once you get to that part of dragon ball it gets really crazy yeah uh, i haven't reached that part yet but <clears throat> but chi chi's part is awesome i, I love chi chi like baba hasn't been introduced yet because i'm on like episode 45 yeah, so I'm like I'm already like a quarter of the way through it. Like, and I've been watching it for the past like two weeks. So I was like, damn, because it's just like it's something that just so excites me. But like, I love the fact that like Chi Chi is such an innocent character too. But she dresses like a thought. I'm just like Chi Chi, who she's just running around with armor and shit. Like the the one thing that kills me about Chi Chi, she's super strong. She could fuck. She shoots up everybody with her like her head helmet thing. And then she's just like screaming at the top of her lungs for help. And I'm just like, this girl doesn't need help. People need to run from her. Yeah. And but, like, it's just one of those things, like, because where you were saying you grew up with um, Dragon Ball at that time, I didn't have that because I, I, I saw it on air occasionally. I'm just like, yo, this is Young Goku. This is awesome. I want to know more. But then 
the timing on YTV was weird too. Like, it was weird because like there was a lot of times when like they would play Dragon Ball Z, and they would restart the whole Namek saga over yep. and over again. Or sometimes but, just throw in Dragon Ball, just be like, "Hey, watch this for a bit," and then it's just. Like, but they didn't do that with Dragon Ball, so I was able to watch most of Dragon Ball like without that nonsense where they just completely like they start from a different season. I'm like, "What the hell? Where did the where were the current where's the current arc? Where'd that go?" Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about like the values of Dragon Ball and what taught what that taught me as a person for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Dragon Ball Z just gets me so excited, even to this day. Like just just the thought of it, I'm just like, yes, like, oh my goodness. Um, like over the years, like I remember when I was working at the at Bramley in 2014. Mm-hmm. Like this is before Dragon Ball Super even came out. Like people with Dragon Ball Z tattoos would come in. And then uh, I get super excited, and then I'll start chopping it up, chopping it up about Dragon Ball Z. With yeah, Tom, yeah. Who's your favorite character? Um, yo, Dragon Ball Super is coming. There's a new movie coming. Like, it even even right now, like just talking about Dragon Ball, like it's it's so awesome that I'm still so passionate about it after all these years. Thank you, Akira Toriyama, because not just me, but for everyone out there in the world, like you make me. You make us. You want us to be stronger and better, and like be like Goku, like be pure, and be strong, and be vigilant, and always just strive to be better. Break past my limits. Mm-hmm. Always break past my limits. Like just keep leveling up, no matter how hard my challenges and adversities and troubles are. Like the bad guys, because like in the movies, Goku and Vegeta, they'd be getting absolutely destroyed, like wrecked, like to the point of like death, like literally they're about to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they keep pushing through. They're like, nah, they have that fighting spirit. And they're like, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you. And they'll yeah. beat, and they finally beat the bad guy. Uh, that one moment I just talked about, that was from Metacooler. I don't Metacooler. remember that scene. Um, that movie. Yeah. They were getting absolutely destroyed compared to like every other battle. You know what? They get destroyed every battle, basically. Essentially. <laughs> I mean, like that's how it kind of is. Like that's that, that's what I find like about Dragon Ball Z. There's a lot of defeat in it, which is like it's pretty strange when when you think about defeat. Like in like one of those kind of shows, where it's like, oh yeah, no, he's supposed to be the most strongest guy, but like, like it's just from Dragon Ball alone. Uh, Master Roshi's like, just listen. There's always going to be stronger people out there more than you, so you got to keep going. You got to keep on that grind. That was from that was like episode thirteen or fourteen in Dragon Ball. And that's prevailed all the way through to like fucking Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, because like it just keeps leveling to that point. But when we're talking about values, like right now, as I'm walking, watching through Dragon Ball, like fuck, there's so many values that I'm picking up now that are a lot of different. But talking about like growing upside, like fuck, Dragon Ball Z taught me so much more. Like, it, like you're how you're saying that breaking your limits, being powerful, having a voice. Uh, like one, one, I remember one thing, like having um, Gohan. As he was being a little bitch baby, he's just like, oh, I want my daddy. And he's like, nah, he got mad. And he fucking came out and started fucking up shit. He's like, yeah, look. Like, it's so wasn't he like four years old at the time? Yeah, so he was being like a complete bitch baby too. But it was like, he's four years he, old. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> he's a baby. He's supposed to be a little bitch. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, God, Michael Blackson. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, but, um, either that or because like I, I don't remember how old he actually was because he looked like exactly like how goku looks in dragon ball but, but he was like i think seven or tw- i think maybe 12 
in I think Dragon Goku's Ball? 12 at the time, yeah. Yeah, Goku's 12 in Dragon Ball right now, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's a lot of difference. I got my eight, facts, eight. son. I got my yeah. facts on luck. You know, when you said 14, I was like, yeah, 14 is correct, where that's what he thought he was at first, but apparently he's actually 12 because he couldn't know how to count. <laughs> um, uh, the other thing but, I was going to say as well is, like, Dragon Ball get, gets me so amped. Like, anyone I talk to Dragon Ball Z about, they only talk about Dragon Ball Z. No one ever talks about Dragon Ball. And I'm like, oh, no. you're, you're not a real fan. Get out of here. You're not yeah. that passionate about Dragon Ball. Get out of here. You're a phony. Right? Did you watch all the movies? No? Get out of my face. Don't talk about Dragon Ball Z about me. Um, so it, it gets me very excited when I meet someone who's super passionate about Dragon Ball and they've taken in the entire series or as much as they, you know, yeah. like. That's like, why, like, when you when you talk to Jackson, Jackson's like on point with you on that shit. Like, nah, like, because I remember one of one of his tweets recently. He's like, yeah, if you're not watching Dragon Ball Super right now, we're not talking about Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z at all. And I'm just like, granted, like that that's pretty true because like a lot of people like our age are like, yeah, I remember watching Dragon Ball Z. That was awesome. Have you watched anything else? Have you gone back watched Dragon Ball Z, the origin stories, or like Reddit or anything? Nope. Get out of my face. Um, Get out of my face. Um, <laughs> Goodbye, yo, scrub. Go get, get out of my face, scrub. Yo, we're going to have to do part two of Dragon Ball Z. I want to get uh, Jackson's input on this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he'll go off. Yeah. That's, I was going to, I wanted to invite him to it to be like, I wanted to like message him and be like, yo, let's talk about Dragon Ball. But like, honestly, it gets way too unpredictable. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I want to like just get my points out first and then like Ugh. let everyone else spaz about Dragon Ball. On there because like when it becomes like three of us it's just like we all want to pitch it to say something so at <laughs> it's so chaotic yeah um, i don't know what else i want to say dragon ball there's so much goodness in dragon ball man i could talk about the characters i could talk about the story like dragon ball is life man god damn so grateful i'm alive and dragon ball exists like it's just so awesome because like just just the sense of like I think like that, like Dragon Ball was actually like probably the show that really wanted me to start doing martial arts when I was a kid, because like, it was like that. I watched a couple of Bruce Lee movies and Jackie Chan movies with my dad, and then me and him joined karate when we were when I was eleven. So I was like, shit, like that's like I was just so awesome. Like it was like, whoa, I feel like Goku. Like it's felt awesome. Like yo, I'm training. Blah, 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 blah. Like I, I was like a, a kid on crack at this point. I'm like, I'm living my dreams of being a Super Saiyan. Woo! Like it was just um, awesome, but. I'm I'm curious to know your input on the Dragon Ball characters. So, with the Dragon Ball characters before Dragon Ball Z, like mm-hmm. just strictly Dragon Ball, like when you're first introduced to Yamcha, when you're first introduced oh, to Bulma, Poir, Oolong, uh, Master Roshi, and everyone, and Tien and Chaozu, and like they had such relevance. Yeah, like Yamcha especially. Yamcha was actually like Yamcha's Yamcha still was relevant. Really likable character. I actually yeah, like, like Yamcha. Like he actually had his own martial arts style and everything, and he was actually like funny. Like he had like his own problems too. Like he couldn't talk to girls, but like he was That's a martial it. artist, and he was coming over his fears and like doing it. And he ends up dating Balma for it, but it's like what? Yeah, but like uh, Akira Toriyama is brilliant, man. Like you know, he's growing. He he's as he was creating that, like you know, he's tapping into that 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 innocence, that adolescent, that young adolescence of you know of a youth, like. Mm-hmm. It's such a youthful, joyful story before it really develops more and sis- more seriously, right? Yeah. Um, and then bringing Dragon Ball back in into as a whole, Dragon Ball Super I find does a really great job um, 
I, I love Dragon Ball Super because I find uh, Toriyama found a really good way to balance out both Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z because it's still a serious, like you already know what's at stake and whatnot, but he brings that the fun and the humor from Dragon Ball back into Dragon Ball Super. That's you know, great. He doesn't, he doesn't take it as, so, as seriously. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome then. Because like the like how comedic Dragon Ball is right now is like like it's always a joke. Like you're not you, there's not an episode you're not gonna laugh at some part. Like that's fucking awesome. And then you're tying that in with like the whole action and lifestyle of actual Dragon Ball Z. Fuck. I gotta yeah. watch Super now. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know, hit me with some like values Dragon Ball Z taught you, Dragon Ball, the world of Dragon Ball has taught you. I wanna hit more I wanna really hit strike the values to mm-hmm. be like, hey, anyone listening, like Instead of us just rambling about, on about Dragon Ball and whatnot, <laughs> I want them to really like. When I was saying how like Goku, Goku and Vegeta, like they'll, you know, they make me want. They want. They make me want to be a better version of me. Like always yeah. get to the gym harder. Like level up, push harder. You know, be like the strongest, best me I can. Master your techniques because no matter who the opponent <laughs> is throughout the entire series, like their opponents are strong. Who's gonna take this? Really. Yes, I snatched it from his mouth. <laughs> wow. Sorry, my, my cat was being uh, full shenanigans and trying to take my girlfriend's hair tie. Which which one? The fat one. Which They're all fat. No, they're not. Poopy's not fat. You know Poopy's not fat. Pumpkin's okay. fat. The orange one. The one that uh, you never see. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they don't like me. Oh, your cats are racist. Well, not Poopy. Poopy likes you. Poopy your cats are racist. Yeah. Even the one of them's black. <laughs> it's just like goodbye, flying monkey. Goodbye. Why does Steeler lose with three cats and two of them are racist? Two racist <laughs> cats. Yeah, at least half of the pussy in my house is racist. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what back back full circle? Um, <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball uh, <laughs> life facts. <laughs> um, so. It's been hitting me a lot recently, though, because like as you're you're talking about, it, I'm listening and I'm saying it too. I'm just like shit. Um, it was that feel that like now that I'm watching it again, it's just fucking awesome because like I'm feeling like, um, like like just just the overcoming the, the this childish like like the innocence like just being like imaginative, playful, like open to like the world, like just seeing goku like go through the world as like a refresher like this is like a new world to him like everything's new and exciting like that's fucking awesome like everything's that everything's an adventure to him that's that's the way goku lives his life in dragon ball and it's like that's fucking awesome that's a great value no matter what you do ups and down in life because there's times where he's getting his ass kicked or he's hungry as fuck or he's frozen solid in the middle of the damn snow place because he's just like oh why is it fucking cold up this way it's never cold so there's like a lot of life values coming through it like just never giving up you know he gets fucking shot so many times with bullets like i'm not saying go out there and try to get shot with a bullet but i'm gonna say like you know he doesn't give up he, he keeps pushing through he keeps fighting through like even though like it's funny because there's just so many instances in the show where like everyone's like you can't do that you're gonna be weak and you're gonna get your ass kicked and he's just like i'm gonna go beat them up bye and he just gone and he just does it and he does what the fuck he wants to do so like Goku does what Goku does. Like that's it. Like Goku's just on his own doing that shit. Like he's he's just on his on his level doing it. So now this is America. Uh, yeah, no, you said you know Goku gets shot up a lot. That's the first thing it triggered in my head. I'm like, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Anyway, 
This is, this is Canada. <laughs> Don't catch you on the TTC now. <laughs> um, uh, fuck. But like, I, I wanted to ask you, what what, what is um, like the most memorable scene you remember taking from? Uh, Dragon Ball, like the most one that like, uh, not not for like memorability, but like the most the scene that had the most value to you. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Dragon Ball or any yeah. of the whole series? Just Dragon Ball alone that you can remember. Oh man, um, <clears throat> this okay. So like, just me growing up and taking in Dragon Ball, like, um, that off the top of my head, like some of the most memorable scenes is like. Goku and Krillin just simply training with Master Roshi and like being like honest like you know like Krillin would cheat and like oh throw the rock God. away and then you know Goku just because he's stronger and better like you know like Krillin would try to take advantage of him yeah right? and um you have to always work your butt off uh I feel that's something I could relate with like people they'll try to like do that type of stuff to me as well like through my workplaces, like you know, like <clears throat> for whatever for for whatever for whatever reason, someone would try to like throw me off my game or like feed me some nonsense, and I'm all confused because I'm like, wait, what? Just because they want to shine? Nah, nah, nah. Don't play that game. Play, you know, play it fair and square because, like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like, I, I can feel you. Like you know, you're you're on that game natural grind you're like on the grind to get there <clears throat> excuse me and you're you're being like you're trying to be the innocent goku the, the one that's working hard but then someone else is trying to come in your way be like no nah, i can cheat my way through this or take take the easy way out like especially when it comes to like someone like martial arts like there's no easy way out it's just doing like because like growing up doing martial arts like it's just like you can you can cheat like there are ways to cheat but it will definitely show by the end of the time like you can see where everyone else has grown differently, and that's why Goku, even though he is an alien, he's a Super Saiyan. Like it, that doesn't matter. No one knows about that shit. No one cares. To this everyone else, one, he's just a human. Yeah. This is one other moment in Dragon Ball that really <clears throat> hit me. Like just once again, like taking it in when I was a, as a as a when I was young. Um, when Goku's climbing the the tower, the Korin's tower. Oh yeah. Right, and then at the top, he finally gets to the top, and he has to fight Korin, and then like. Uh, he had to contemplate about cheating. He was contemplating about cheating. He's like, oh, I could grab it right now while he's sleeping, right? And then Goku's like, mm -hmm. no, no, I'm going to do it like the right way, the proper way. Yeah. Like, no shortcuts, right? And that makes me that now I don't want to take shortcuts at all. Like, I don't want a shortcut. I want to take, no matter how hard it is, I want to be able to conquer whatever challenge comes my way. Mm -hmm. Without the easy and, out. Like Goku paves uh, an excellent warrior within all of us, I believe, because like a pure-hearted. Because at the end of the day, I feel all humans on Earth, we all we are all pure-hearted, no matter what your environment and circumstances are, hmm. right? Whoever you are, whatever you are, like you might be a horrible person, but like you might have just been born into that environment, right? Yeah. And then there's always like something like Dragon Ball, martial arts, a muse. There's something that'll teach you that'll make you want to be a better you. Dragon Ball makes me want to be a better me. Damn. That was that was, that was beautiful. That's me clapping, not masturbating. <clears throat> but that, <laughs> that's exactly like the meaning to it too. Like I just find like 
he doesn't cheat. He he's just all honest and he's just going about the hard all the hard way, like no matter what, he's he's doing his work. He's going through it and he has that innocence to him that he's just like, I, I'm all about the grind. But at the same time, he's full of shenanigans. It's not like he's just a hard worker. He he's hard working all the way through, but he's also playful. Like he's also he's also like shenanigans. He also sticks out his tongue and like there's one time he moans someone, he just sticks out his ass and is like hey. <laughs> he just starts shaking it in front of their face. I'm just like, Yeah, so even though he's like innocent, pure and like funny, he still has a shenanigans. It's not like because like when most people think about it, they think I gotta be raised this way. When you're born into that environment, I can't change my ways. I'm stuck in this environment. No, you, like you're you can change it any way you want. Like it's always that growth. Like, you could spread out to so many different things. All you have to do is just get away from that environment first of all. If that's not the environment you want to be in, but like how you're saying, there's a muse. So like a lot of times, like there's a strike of passion with someone. Like for me, it's anime. Like anime strikes a passion with me. Like I just want to keep watching anime. That's why Dragon Ball is hitting me so hard right now because watching it, I'm just like, oh, like if it makes me feel like I'm 16 again and I'm fucking like just like all psyched up over watching a show and like I'm blitzing through it as fast as I can. I'm just like, oh man, next episode, fuck, next episode. Oh shit, it's like 2 a.m. in the morning now. I'm just like, but it's, it's making me feel like that level of just like this is something that's awesome. And I find Goku a lot of times is motivating me in the gym because like when I go, I'm just like, no, Goku wouldn't give up. Goku wouldn't give up. <clears throat> that's like when I, whenever I see those, those, um, you know those uh, internet images where like uh, training to beat to beat Goku or training to, to defeat whatever like someone from Dragon Ball Z or something. I'm just like, yeah, that's the that's a good message. Like you 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 got your grind set. You trained to be like that. Like that's fucking awesome. Whatever I'm it is curious, in life. I'm curious to know like what really hits you. Like you're asking me, um, you're asking me like what what really was there any parts that really hit me that hit you. That really hit you with Dragon Ball. Is there anything in Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z that really hit you, that that left a note on you? For Dragon Ball Z was most of it, but I, I wanted to quickly say this: as for Dragon Ball, like I don't remember much when I was watching it first because it was like like I said before, scarcely on TV and stuff. But I do remember the one time when Goku goes wild in the desert um, with Pilaf and he goes uh, complete eight mode when he sees the moon, and as a kid that didn't transform into my mind the way i thought it would have because like understanding it now is like oh shit he turns into an uncontrollable beast my kid self thought that as you have a beast inside of you that you can just let out and wild out sometimes like that that's like something inside of you and i was just like yo sometimes i'm a monster it was like because like there's a monster in all of us like if you have that sense like it's a different part of you but like that i remember strongly as a kid being like yo like because there was times even as a kid i remember like i would scream or i'd yell and be like yo that's the monkey that's that evil sane monkey in me like shit like that that always stuck with me too because it was just like he like he's that monkey doesn't give a fuck he's just rampaging just angry at everything i turned it bitch he's almost like jekyll and hyde just like yo who's gonna suck on this big monkey dick whack, whack, whack. <laughs> like, he just he just wilded right he's just fucking going around be like it's my time to shine so Dude, you're really hitting a note on. You're really hitting a note for me because I'm like, I feel the same way in terms of like, everyone does have a beast within them, hmm. right? Whether it comes out through emotions, whether it comes out like through things you can't control or explain, right? Like, there's always that beast within you where you're gonna turn. Like, at any time you can become animalistic, where you turn your tune your senses down to an animal, right? Where you just go hmm. completely berserk when you're completely engulfed by certain emotions like anger for example anger frustration 
uh, and you turn into like you have your version of like turning into a great ape. Yeah. Right, and you go absolutely berserk. And I've personally experienced that. Um, and then that's what make that's what makes me want to be like, oh my goodness, I have such a destructive force within. Me. I believe all humans have such a destructive force within them. Uh, and it'll come out when you least expect it, you know? Uh, and life will teach you all kinds of lessons. And, like, that's why this is where my journey of mastering myself comes in to be like, okay, damn, I have so much power within me, so much unlimited potential that everyone has access to. How do I tap into it? How do I control it? How do I use that to benefit myself and mankind at the same time? Word. Like, that's a power in you that, like, there's a power in all of us that just, like, just waiting to be tapped in. It's just that, that infinite intelligence, that infinite knowledge that's just waiting inside of you that you just got to learn how to harmonize with. Maybe meditation, maybe it's the music, it could be any way to kind of tap into it. You'll find out, but... I also like how martial arts is a type of art. It's, it's a fighting style. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, it's a form of like wave. Like for example, music, music when for a dancer, music, um, a dance is an expression of the music, right? Like the yeah. music flows through you, and then it lives through you as you express it through your dance moves. Same way with fighting, you know, like whether. Like there's all types of different styles of um, all different styles of fighting, whether it be karate, whether it be Krav Maga, Taekwondo, uh, Taekwondo, oh. whether with weapons, without weapons, right? Um, damn, man, I want to go fight somebody now. <laughs> <laughs> you you're literally hitting the moment of me at the gym. I was just like, I was walking by people on the road. And I'm just like. You know, I want to fight someone. Like, I, I don't actually want to fight someone, but I was just like in that that state of mind where just like someone fucking fights me. Oh, let's go! I want to see because like, like out of all my years of using my karate, I've never had really. There was one incident I had to use my karate, but like for like any time like the twelfth or the thirteen years that I've been doing karate for, I never once actually had to use it because like they're growing growing in the martial arts like we learned a lot of like how goku learns it right like you know how to fight punch kick all that kind of stuff but once you get to the later points it teaches you like awareness self-awareness all that kind of level and i'm just like damn like so like if you like it's also with that the keen sense of like it ties that into auras or like you know when people have a gut feeling it's it's real true when like they tie into that kind of feeling of like maybe like if i cross cross like meet at a cross path with that person they're gonna like do something and sometimes that that instinct is right like that's what it is go ultra instinct dude yo forget about your ultra instinct um one thing i've personally found is like when you're able to i'm able to like i feel me growing up i've been very uh one power that i personally have is like being able to be um an empath right being mm-hmm. empathetic um, towards other people, it's you know, I, it leaves me very sensitive because I'm able to tune into a lot of different feelings and emotions and energies. Because being an empath, it helps me being able to understand other people's problems, and then I do my best to like understand what they're doing, and then I'll give my input of being like, "Hey, I understand how you're feeling. Let me do. Let me be able to help you. Let me be able to co. I can." Let me be able to 
find the solution for you, aid you, do whatever I can, right? So as you were saying, when you come across certain people, like I'm able to just, I just, I'm able to kind of read like their power levels and, um, you know, like you can, I, I'm just able to feel like certain people, like there's certain people you're not going to like, of course, but like there's certain people with some crazy energies or like, you know, like you can just feel like you just have, you might even understand what it is, but like it's just into intuition, right? Like your gut's mm-hmm. telling you, hey, there's something up with that guy. Watch out for that person. <laughs> yeah. And like your intuition might not be 100%. Like it's like that guy's a good guy. That guy's a bad guy. It could just be like that guy's got some wild ass energy. Like he's got some weird big dick energy going on over there. I don't know something about him, but it's it's a pretty realistic thing that you could feel like you know, everyone's kind of has it. But like it's it, it's it's like it's like how martial arts is like it's training on that, like lo- leveling to that sense. Like you've had the experience of going down that path, being that kind of a person. You're tapping into it more and more now, too, which is letting you be more aware of it but that's what i feel too that's why like uh there was one moment in well, while we were talking we were talking about like how you know when you talk to people and they're like oh yeah i love dragon ball z but they know nothing else like you don't tap into them anymore it's because like you you know like it, it, there's a potential there but they're like it falls short and then that's it you're able to read that line of that person that is like they're not excelling at their best or they're not being like that kind of a conversationist conversationalist of the level that you kind of expected of them mm-hmm. or, so it's like that's also with like your in- intuition and instinct like where it's just like you have that aura of like people that are like not amazing around you and there's going to be people that are just living regular ass live or just like whatever it is but for yeah. us i find like we like to be wild and just crazy as shit and everything so it's like i i try to attract those kind of energies so i i always on, end up with either like those note. people that that feel that on the note you just hit, like that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Like on my radar, I'm I want to be talking about Dragon Ball. When I feel like it, I want to be able to talk about Dragon Ball. Whoever with whoever is passionate oh, yeah. about Dragon Ball as a whole, yeah, who's like a fan. Like I'm a fan. Um, but at the same time, so when I come across people who are only Dragon Ball Z fans, like I've had, you know, I'll come across kids who just started to get into Dragon Ball Z. And then, you know, I could see that passion in them, that light within them. And then I'm like, oh, my goodness, you young, young warrior, you're just tuning in right now. Wait till you get really deep into it. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. That sparks a huge light in me. And that makes me really excited when um, I met a family friend like two, two years ago. He was like 13, 14 at the time. And like we just clicked right away just because we're like, you like Dragon Ball Z? what it was awesome it's, it's, it's just so one like, of those bonding connections like sometimes that's all it is like it, it, it might be an entryway to like getting to know someone but like that's all it is like you just put your what that is like i'm not saying like it's it's negative but like sometimes you feel those energies with those different type of people that was like that way is not going anywhere else but it might lead to something else you never know but like that's just awesome where like you connect with that especially kids like especially when a kid just comes up and he's like has that energy it's just like yo Oh, I it remember, sparks, like, you're, you're sparks, at that stage, yeah. Yeah, you're at that stage. It sparks the kid within me, and then mm. I get super passionate. Yeah. And I love that. I love that so much. I love when, like, people bring a passion or spark into me. I'm like, oh, whoa, mm. you're feeling that? I remember feeling that. Yes, rock on, yeah. little person, whoever you are, little person. Because, <laughs> like, it's even that little that point, like, where, like, Pokemon, too, because Pokemon's so crazy around now, too. And I remember when I was teaching a bunch of kids when I was still doing karate, when I was teaching them. 
they're all like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to go home and play the, this Pokemon game. And I'm like, and I just step in. I'm just like, what are you going to play? And they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. I'm going to catch. I'm like, oh, sweet. Yo, yeah, I love that. Who's your favorite Pokemon? I just start talking about it. like you just get involved in that. And you're just like, wow, like you, you, you picture a piece of you when you see them because you're just like, I was at that level. Like when I was experiencing that joy and you're just like, it's, it's also a nostalgic feeling for you. But at the same time, you're just like, yes, you're molding into it. You feel like you're alive. And like, you know, there's other people out there that are in like similar interests, similar needs. Cause I feel like I'm now in day and age, not to deter the the whole podcast. It's just like a lot of times people kind of like split out from their phones and shit. Like they're only looking for a specific group without talking to everyone. So it kind of feels like everyone's kind of going to like, points without having to reach anyone like any actual verbal conversation where they're only like, i want to talk about this yeah the one funny thing for me is like uh two weekends ago i was at comic-con and yeah. one of my observations was, was like me personally i'm the two animes i'm super passionate about dragon ball my hero, my hero academia ha, was right. and those and i'm like um because of my radar like that's all i kept seeing like all the people like you know dressed up as like goku or like dragon ball characters or my hero characters because mm. they're the ones that like i was most um you know that i was clicking with the most so they'll come to me and i'll start chopping it up with chopping it up about those two things with them and then you know it's so great you know and it's so beautiful when there's seeing and interacting with people who are just as passionate as you because you're not alone yeah. There are hundreds and thousands of people out there in the world who have and share the same passions as you. And you just have to just be you at all times, no matter what that means. Yeah. That like, you know, you don't have to necessarily wear your heart on your sleeve. Do that by all means if that's you, but like you know, like you're never alone. Like I like I like I just want to say like I like how I like people who are not afraid of expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. because you just let the world see who you are and the people who are meant to see you will like you know they'll they'll fully support you so oh my goodness i'm just so i'm so baffled because the on my mind is the art of self-expression mm-hmm. and you know you shouldn't let anyone like poop on your parade yeah, because other people, other people are afraid or they don't understand but like no 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 this is my thing. Let me express myself. Yeah, because that, that's like well, as as you're talking about that, like my mind just went to like a million different. The the first thing I want to talk about is like uh, the loneliness. So like when I was like in high school, like I was like a very avid anime fan in high school. So I was like most of my friends in my group were not anime watchers. Like they didn't care. Like they were all Dragon Ball Z normal kind of level, but they never went past that. They just watched normal cartoons or just switched over to watching Friends or switching their kind of stuff they're doing them and i'm doing me right but at that point i felt so alone in my life i was like yo like no one else is watching these shows i have nothing to talk with like only thing that would come up would be games so i'd have a lot of friends to talk about video games with but like the real passion i had was anime like so a lot of things you can get in a group with reddit is fucking amazing for that too you can talk to millions of people on the world now where you can have ultimate conversations and not feel alone because like I am feeling that loneliness right now because you went to those awesome motherfuckers again too. All those people wilding out and cosplays and shit. I want to go and cosplay too and be like that kind of level of of expression again because it's just like when you don't get into it, you kind of feel like you've detached from it for a little while, but it's like it's never gone. It's still there. And the other thing I wanted to say was um, about being open about like 
who you are as a person like i feel like that's the most genuine you can be in the world like just being like you be you 100 percent of the time and like people are gonna shit on you people are gonna like be like what well, stop that like what the fuck what's wrong with you they're gonna they're gonna question because either some of them are scared some of them don't know what the hell you're doing or some people are just judging because they know that you're having fun and you're being you and they don't like that because they're not being themselves usually that's where the negativity strings from whereas like if I saw some guy, I saw some guy walling out in like some fucking cosplay in the middle of the day. I'd be like, "Yo, that guy's fucking awesome. That guy ain't weird at all. That guy's fucking lit." Not only for the sense that like it, it keens with my my level of eye that I know like what he's cosplaying as or like what they're doing, but it's just like if if if, if that interesting person peeks into your life, like there's a reason why they're like being like that because they don't they're not afraid of expressing who they are. And Dragon Ball definitely does teach you to to be who you are because like look at Goku. Goku's going around like a dumbass hick, just like, I don't know, I'm gonna pat this girl on her pussy. Oh yeah, that's a girl. And la 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 just by the pudding. Yeah, he doesn't not give a shit. And he's just like going around. He'll even do some of the guys who be like, oh, yep, you're a dude. There's some balls there. Like he yeah. he's going around being his hundred percent genuine self, and people are hating him, people are loving him. There's both. And the the show deals with it fucking great too. It's funny how that comes back full circle to Dragon Ball. Cause like it's that sense of just like be yourself and people will love you and watch Dragon Ball because it's got some real good life values in it. It's fucking awesome. Anime is beautiful, bro. Like, I don't know what other, like, I'm, my mind is just racing so much. I don't know where to tackle it from now. Um, because coming back to Comic-Con, like the one, one of the other greatest lessons, like I had a really rough winter and, um, mm-hmm. I went over to hang out with my cousin to be like, hey, man, like, just, you know, just we, just we chopped it up, you know, just hung out, played some Smash Bros, you know, just tune in, like, hey, man, how's life and whatnot. Yeah. And he was asking me about Naruto. I was like, hey, I'm really watching. I'm really into Naruto right now. Tuning into Naruto. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. But, um, you know, I'm just like feeling really lost and confused because I'm like, you know, like, how do I deal with my emotions and whatnot? Because I'm feeling, you know, certain ways. Like, I feel like I feel weak. I feel hopeless or like fragile and whatnot i was feeling super sensitive and then he was talking to me and he's like um don't let that be a bad thing mm-hmm. right just because you're a certain way you know everyone's a certain way that's okay um being able to be okay with yourself like accepting yourself fully no matter what emotions you're facing and being able to overcome your traumas right because um at Comic Con, I was telling these two people dressed up as Naruto characters, as Kakashi and um, somebody else. Uh, I was telling him what my cousin told me. He's like, "Hey, look at the traumas those characters dealt with. So Naruto and Sasuke, like Naruto, like he grew up all alone, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's like, oh, uh, monster kid, monster kid, orphan boy, orphan boy, and like, and you could feel that pain." Like, there's certain scenes and moments where you can feel that pain. You're like, oh, damn, that hurts. Yeah. Right? And me going through my pains that my with my life, um, like, sometimes, like, I don't know how to get past the trauma when I look at it with the logical mind, right? Because your mind will try to, but, like, it'll try to uh, heal a, a cut, but it doesn't know, like, it's something it can't do. It's yeah. trying to do something it's not able to do or process. You know, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So being one with darkness and understanding like it's a part of life and like overcoming that. That's one thing Naruto taught me. Because now, 
look how strong and like powerful that Naruto and Sasuke got moving forward from yeah. where they were to moving forward. Like, doesn't matter about like where my circumstances are. Look at where they got themselves. Exactly. Like, I remember, like, because I never watched Shippuden. I watched Naruto up until like I think episode 100 and something. And then I kind of got out of it because I was like, it was too long. And I wasn't really into the grind of it. I was like phasing out into different animes at the time. But I always strongly remember the beginning, like the up to like the tuning exams and everything. Everyone shitted on Naruto. Like, what the fuck's this bitch doing here? This man's a demon kid. Don't talk to him. No one talked to this guy. And this man just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do me. Like, screw you guys. Like, you guys might not like me. I don't understand why you don't like me. It's screw not even something guys, that. I'm yeah. going home. Like, it's not even like something that he did. It's just his existence that. He was just handed to him like that. So he did the he did what he did the best that he could have. Like he just like I'm gonna do what I want to do. I have a goal in mind to be Hokage. Man sat out and became Hokage. But like you, if you if, if you see it now, you're just like, oh yeah, he did it. He became he became Hokage. But like look at all that grind he went through. He went through hell and back. Him and Sasuke went through like a journey to become powerful and training and shit. And throughout the journey too, a lot of the people he's he's like I'm gonna be number one. I'm gonna be Hokage. The amount of people are like, get out of my face. Mm-hmm. All that hate and negativity. You, Hokage, get out of me. Don't make me laugh. Right? Yeah. And same thing with Goku. Like, all the, you know, Goku and Naruto, like, and My Hero Academia. The cool part is, you know, they're all, all the uh, creators, they're all inspired by each other. Yeah. Especially Naruto. Like, Naruto was heavily inspired by Dragon Ball Z. My Hero was heavily inspired by both of those animes. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything comes full circle, which is so beautiful. And like Dragon Ball was inspired by Journey to the West. Like that's that's another thing. Like he just took a, a character, yeah, like just just a yeah. story or like whatever stories people, so, uh, someone else touched them in a way that they wanted to touch other people in a way. Take don't take that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, if you're like a child, Melissa today, touch those kids. Uh, no, don't. <laughs> dude, uh, let's come back to this again. Um, I'm gonna sign off. Okay, I mean yeah. this was a, this was a good session. I really love. Like, as soon as you said Dragon Ball, I'm like, oh, I could talk so much shit right now because like I, I'm I s- like I I'm not done yet. I want to talk more. I just be like, ah, but like uh, I, don't know. Re- I don't know. Like I don't know. Next time, like we'll do a Dragon Ball part two. I want to bring in Jackson. Like oh, yeah. now that we talk about Dragon Ball, like pinpoint what kind of what you what you're curious about or what points like you want to explore, so yeah. like we can dive back into it again and then like. Just dive in deeper yeah so one thing i want to leave off with the viewers is for one like if if you're interested in, go listen. check out dragon ball like listeners listen. just just go watch dragon ball like you won't regret it like if you love dragon ball z th- you'll definitely tune in with dragon ball 100 percent watch it because like, i'm watching it through right now and it's just making me laugh it's making me tear up too it's making me have like awesome memories of watching it as a kid and everything but the life values that it also comes with too it just it goes hand in hand and I want you guys to remember to be yourselves, be genuine, be be who you want to be. Don't be fake as fuck. Don't try to live in someone else's judgment, even if the environment you've grown up in and all that. Be like Goku, be like Naruto, be like all those guys. They, they fought out of it. They fought to strive for something that they were in an environment that they weren't happy with. And they built themselves an environment that fucking everyone was happy with because like they loved it. Some people didn't like it because like, you know, like, oh, why is he there? But you have your dreams. You have your goals. You have your passions. You set out to be awesome. You set out to be yourself and learn. Always learn. Always learn how to grow. Just be yourself and genuine. We we all have our weaknesses, but that also means you have all your strengths as well.
that mm -hmm. also that's like a guide to your strength as well because someone will poke at you they'll poke at your weaknesses but that's also your where your strength lies yeah. too your, your weaknesses also point to where your strengths are mm -hmm. so um yeah i'm just like i'm like bouncing off what you just said my parents like they'll always see me watching anime or cartoons or playing video games why are you playing video games those are for kids i'm 26 years old i'm like I love my, I love all these things, you know, like they're yeah. fun. Like this, right? this, this, this is your you thing. Don't understand it? Here, come watch with me. Here, come play this game with me. You might like it too. You never know, right? Yeah. And you can always turn them haters in your direction. You know, they're not always necessarily hating, but you know, some people just don't understand. Yeah, some people don't understand or see the point because like they've never experienced it. That's why you should never judge without like actually having first on first hands experience with it and like i don't mean just like a taste i mean like an actual like a tasting section like you had like 10 different shots in front of you and you tasted them uh, all like that kind of thing like don't just be like oh i'm gonna play sonic 06 nope that game was complete utter shit for sure but like uh, it's just yeah. what it is so like you guys take take what you can from this i hope this opened up your eyes for you guys out there maybe like peak some interests like uh, this this seemed very more anime inside so like it really tapped into me because like i have my my mind just like oh that reminds me of this anime it spawns up to this and this because like i'm like so open and broad with that like it's just like fuck i want to keep hitting solid points and solid lessons everything else but I, I like i do recommend like watch cartoons watch anime watch whatever shows you want to watch because like they do have values in them just because someone tells you don't watch them or like grow up out of it tell those people to fuck off just 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 look at them and turn to them and be like goodbye <laughs> me me signing off i just want to say um always the art of expression always be, be passionate and express yourself to the fullest no matter what it is um and share share that with passion and love with everyone else as well and strive to be the best you can be so you're able to connect and grow and love the world exactly love the world love yourself and share your love for yourself to the world and vice versa and the world will show you its love to you just just spread positivity be be awesome just spread positivity be like goku and just go around touching everyone <laughs> <laughs> that's the moral that's a boy that's, that's another boy why you keep goku. touching little boys oh uh, my god <laughs> <laughs> peace, peace out podcast viewers <laughs> And All listeners, right. viewers and Thank listeners, have a good one. Until next time. Awesome. Thanks for joining me, Mr. Flying Monkey. And thank you, listeners out there, for joining us on this episode of Monkey Shenanigans Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week for some more. What'll it be? You'll never know. Find out next week on the next episode of Monkey Shenanigans Podcast. Shing. I keep fucking it up all the time. I keep, Last time I called it Monkey Podcast Shenanigans.